And I would like to call your attention to the reading of the scriptures. If you will, please open with me to the book of Genesis, chapter 13. And we will read the verses 14 through 18. And the word reads, The Lord said to Abram after Lot had parted from him, Look around from where you are, to the north and south, to the east and west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. So Abram went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he pitched his tents, and there he built an altar to the Lord. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. The importance of vision, and that's the subject of my sermon, the importance of vision in your life. It's very important that you have a personal vision for your life. Great achievers, people who have succeeded, people who have done great things in their lives, high achievers are usually people of vision. Vision is very essential to success in life. For having a personal vision for your life provides you with a sense of purpose and direction in your life. That's what vision does. It gives you purpose. It gives you direction. You know where you are headed. You know where you are going you know what you want to achieve. What is a vision? Vision is a mental picture of your desired future. The things that you long for, the things that you want to achieve in your life. It is seeing your tomorrow from today. It is seeing the end from the beginning. And why is vision important? Why is it important that you have a personal vision for your life? It's because one, vision produces passion in you. Passion is that driving force that would not let you rest until you have achieved that which you want to achieve. So having a clear vision about your life produces in you a passion to want to achieve that which you want to have in your life. So vision produces 
passion. Then your passion in turn will drive you to embark on a mission to achieve your vision. I want, to, I want you to see that chain. Vision produces passion. And passion drives you to embark on a mission to achieve your vision. So you will have a passion. You will have a mission. So vision, passion, and mission are inseparable. And a life of passion with a clear mission to achieve one's vision is most likely to produce success in your life. What is the difference between vision and mission? Vision is what you see. Something that you want to have in your life, something that you have to you want to achieve in your life. You don't have it as yet. You you haven't gotten hold of it as yet, but you see it. So vision is what you see. And mission is what you do in order to achieve what you see. That's the difference between vision and mission in your life. Vision is what you see, and mission is what you do in order to bring about that which you see. And that mission is born out of a passion that's brought about in your vision. In the scripture that we have read, the context is the, the servants, or rather headsmen of Abram, had a dispute with the headsmen of Lot. And Abram was a peaceful man. He did not want to quarrel with his nephew Lot. So he calls his nephew Lot and he says, Look, we don't have to quarrel. We are blood and flesh. Why don't we part our ways? Choose whatever direction you want to go. If you go to the east, I will go to the worst. If you go to the north, I will go to the south. And so, Lot had his pick. He made his choice. And they parted. Now, the Bible says in verse 14, after Lot had parted with Abram, the Lord God appeared to Abram. And this is what the Lord tells Abram. He tells him, lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes. And look to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. Look in all directions. And the Lord says, all this land that you see, that's very important to note. 
all this land that you see, I will give to you. The meaning is, Abraham was going to have as much land as he could see. In other words, his vision was going to determine his possession. And I think that is a key principle in life. You can only achieve that which you can perceive. If you can perceive it, if you can see it in the eyes of your mind, then you can achieve it. You can ultimately see it with your eyes of flesh. But first you begin by seeing that which you want to have in your life through the eyes of your mind, the eyes of your imagination. What do you see? That's an important question that God often asked his prophets when he wanted to engage them in a mission that he had for them. God would usually ask them, what do you see? Amos, what do you see? Zechariah, what do you see? Jeremiah, what do you see? Ezekiel, can these bones live? With the eyes of flesh, you are seeing dead, dry bones. But Ezekiel, with the eyes of your mind, can you see these bones as living creatures? Vision. I want to propose to you this morning that anyone who ever succeeded in their life, that success began with their vision. You cannot sit, just sit around and take life as it comes to you. You have got to intentionally design the life you want. Life does not happen by chance. Life happens by design. Yes, I know you were born poor. But you can become rich. It all depends on the kind of vision you have. How big your vision is. And today I want to speak to you and try to inspire you about this subject of having a vision for your life uh, by using the testimony of my own life. Yes, I believe where I am is purely by the grace of God. But what I see about myself, what I saw about my life 
contributes significantly to where I am today. I was born in a poor pagan polygamous family. In a family that did not really believe in the importance of formal education. So there was no hope for me to ever go to school. But you see, from the very early stage of my life as a little boy growing up in the village, I had brothers of mine that I admired who were then in secondary school. I loved to see the uniforms that they would come home wearing. These shorts that were pressed, they were like sharp and white long stockings and, you know, black well polished and shining shoes and white short sleeve sh shirts. While I, I wore only a piece of cloth called Rubega. And when I saw them, I began to envision myself one day wearing cloth like they are and looking as smart as they looked. I desired that in my heart and I began seeing myself one day looking just like my brothers. But on top of that, I heard them speaking a strange language. I have told you this before. I would hear them speaking and every now and then they would interject the word this, this, this. By then I had not this but this. So I concluded that my brothers spoke the, this, this language and I also determined in my heart that one day I will speak the, this, this language. Of course, meaning English. And today I'm speaking perfectly fluent English to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Vision. What do you see? So, of course, one day um, my brothers came home and literally stole four of their younger brothers and they took us to enroll us in primary school and that's where my academic journey and life began. But unfortunately for me, the school that I attended did not have an English teacher, so I was not taught English until standard five. Of course, I had the uniform, so my, my vision of having them uniform was fulfilled. But my vision of speaking this language that I desired to was not fulfilled because we did not have an English teacher at this primary school that I attended in our village. So when at standard five, we finally got an English teacher. And you can imagine how zealous I was and how diligent I was at following all that he taught us. Finally, I set for the standard seven living exams and from our village, five students were selected to join the secondary school 
and I joined Tanga Technical Secondary School. To my frustration, it was a technical school. They did not really give much focus to language. So when I went to Tanga School, again, we did not have an English teacher in Form 1 until the end of Form 2, when we were just about to begin Form 3, was when we had our English literature teacher. But you see, because I had a vision of speaking English, that vision had created in me a personal driving force called passion that kind of pushed me to take some personal initiatives to learn the language. So I literally invaded the library at our school, Tanga Technical School, and I devoured all the literature books that were available in that library. I was an avid reader of literature, English literature. In fact, by the, the time that uh, we got uh, an English literature teacher, I already spoke English because I was reading and studying. I had my dictionary. Every new word that I came across, I made sure I looked it up in a dictionary. I wrote it down. I tried to construct personal sentences on how to use the word. I joined the English debating club at the school and I, I became good at it. I will, I will never forget when finally we got this English. Actually, we had two teachers by the end, by, at the beginning of Form 3. An English literature teacher and an English grammar teacher. Our English grammar teacher was one Mr. Mtayangulwa. Mtayangulwa from Kigoma. Mtayangulwa when he came, because we were so behind, he was so busy pushing us to cover both Form 1 and Form 2 syllabi at the same time. So he really did not have much time to give us, you know, tests. So at the end of the term in Form 3, he gave us his very first exam. There were five streams of 30 students each, and he taught in all streams. So there was a total of uh, 150 students. When we set for that English grammar test, I emerged the first student. I even remember the mark that I got in that test. I got 75% mark. And I was the first. The second from me had 50. And you can imagine the rest. So Mtayangulwa summons me in, in his office. Because he was surprised. How come only this one student performs so well and the rest of the students have performed so poorly? So he calls me to his office. And with his heavy threatening voice. He tells me, I want you to tell me 
who gave you the exam questions before the exam because he had the thought maybe one of the secretaries who helped type the examination maybe somehow they had passed the exam to me and I said sir no I did not have the exam prior to sitting for it I did it no he was you know at primary school we used to be whipped so when you were called to the teacher's office you really are shaking because you never aren't sure if you will come out without being caned so I said I said sir I did the exam by myself and if you don't believe me give me another one and I will do it and when I said that to him he was convinced that uh, I did it and he told me okay I believe you you go praise the Lord but what is my point what brought me there to that height of success what made me stand out from among the rest of the students a passion that I had in me for English and that passion was born out of a vision that I had right from the village when I saw my brothers praise the Lord the importance of vision vision is powerful how do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? It is that vision and the passion that is born out of it that will bring you to the height of what you see. As we prepare to enter the new year 2022, what do you see? About this time next year, what do you see yourself having accomplished through the year 2022? You see, some of us never make any difference and some of us never experience any major change in our lives with regard to success because we receive the year just as it comes. Whatever it offers to you. I said your success does not happen by chance. It has got to happen by design. You've got to sit down and envision the year and the things that you want to achieve during the year and then ask yourself, what do I need to do? You see, a vision for your life will drive you to ask yourself three important questions. Question number one. Well, I have this vision. There is this something that I'm seeing. There is this thing that I want to do in my life. Question number one. What do I need to do? In order to achieve it. What do I need to do? Yes, I'm seeing myself having done this and accomplished this great project. Fine. I'm seeing it. That's my vision. But what do I need to do to get there? Question number two. How do I do it? What do I need to do? And how 
do I do it? Question number three. When should I do it? Because a vision is time bound. There are steps that you need to take within a prescribed specific period of time. So it's not only about what you need to do. It's not only about how you need to do it. It's also, it, it, it also got to do with when you have to do it. I told you that today I'm going to use my own life. The examples and the testimonies of my personal life to try to inspire you about the importance of having a vision for your life. Recently, we began experiencing a, a water shortage problem here in Dodoma due to a population increase. Where my family and I live, where we built our house, is a little bit uh, uphill. So even on the days that is our turn for the rationing of the water, because everybody else is busy trying to fetch as much water as they can and preserve the water to last it for the days that they have no supply, because the pressure becomes so low when many people are, you know, running their water tanks, there are days, even during our rationing turn, we do not get water at my home. And I, I, I became disturbed by that. And, and you see, problems cause you to think on how to come up with solutions to the problems. So I began thinking really hard. How am I going to solve water problem at my home? I began buying water. These big trucks that ferry clean water. And it's just too expensive. I used to buy one at about uh, 120,000 Tanzanian shillings for the 10,000 liters, which usually lasts us for about only a week. And I said, I cannot live my life at such a high expense. So I got a vision. And I said the solution to this water problem at my house is to drill a borehole at my house, a water borehole. But that's very expensive. I did not have the money. But I saw it already, that it's a water borehole that will solve this problem at my house. So one morning, with excitement and with the vision as clear as clear can be, I told my wife, honey, I have a solution to our water problem. And she goes, and what is that? And I said, I'm going to drill water here. And, you know, she knows how expensive it is, and she knew I did not have money, so she gave me that, thank you. Okay, thank you. But 
that became a burden in my heart. It became a serious thing. It became something that consumed me. It became something that I wanted to do. So I began asking myself the question, what do I need to do to have this water borehole drilled here? Of course, the answer was, you need money. And I began investigating. It was a lot of money. I needed about 17 million Tanzanian shillings. I did not have that money. But I have the vision. Friends, let me tell you one principle about vision. Never begin out by asking yourself how much money you have. Your vision will pull the money. People of vision will always find the money they need to fulfill their vision. Hallelujah. Begin with a vision, not with how much money you have. So I really began scratching my head. Then I got an idea. I said, we, got, we have got a circus at uh, ICC. I don't know what, is the, what that circus stands for. This society for, you know, uh, you put money in and you, you borrow money. And I said, I'm going to the circus to borrow money. So I knocked the, at the door here and I said, I need a loan. And I was asked, how much do you need, Pastor? I need about 15 million Tanzanian shillings. And they looked at my records and they said, Oh, Pastor, we are sorry because your contributions so far do not qualify you to take 15 million shillings. And I asked them, So, what do I need to do in order to qualify? They said, you need to put more money into your account with the charmer. They said, how much more? They said, you know, you can only uh, borrow three times what you have put in. And so far, you have only about three million. So you need to put in two million shillings more. I said, okay, that's all right. So now I'm cracking my head. Where do I get 2 million shillings to put into the circles so that I can get 15 million shillings? You see what vision does? It gives you a passion. In Akuhangaisha, how to lead. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It, it, it drives you to take some action. In the, and it is always action that leads to results. So, nilichakarika uko mitani uko. So I now have five million in there. And I came back. And I said, I think I can now qualify for my 15M loan. They said, yeah, you can. Can I have it, please? And they gave it to me. And I looked for the guys, the company that drills water. And we, we, we entered an agreement. I brought them to my house. And there was this guy who did the investigation to find out where water was. And I had a little garden in my house. I wanted actually the borehole somewhere within the garden. But as this guy went through with his machine, he tells me, well, pastor, 
there is water here, but not as much. Do you mind if we disturb the paving that you have already made? Because I see here at the paving, just close to your, your gate, there's more water here. And I said, I don't care about no paving. All I want is water. Fumu is a block, Sizo. And they did that. And I struck much water. And the water problem is now solved in my house. I don't have. I don't have water problems now. But it began with a vision. And an action on the vision. It's not enough to only have a vision. You have got to take a step of carrying out and implementing that vision. What do you see? What do you want to achieve in your life? Never say, I can't. Because I know you can and the Bible says all things are possible to him or her that believes. Do you believe in God? With God, all things are possible. You can do it. You can actually have your dream. The question is, do you have a dream? Achievers are dreamers. Hallelujah. What is your dream? Dream big. Don't have a small vision. Have a big vision for your life. Again, vision is a powerful thing. Why some people are successful in life and why others are not has got everything to do with the vision or lack thereof. And here are some, some things that I want you to note about vision in your life. I already said, number one, vision gives direction to your life. You know, there are people who in their lives, they are the Naelea kind of people. We do not float our way to success. Praise the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? You take action. You try this. You fail here. You get up. You try that until finally you come to your point of success. So vision gives direction to your life. It's a road map to your destiny. Do you see your destiny? Do you see where you're going, where you want to get to? A vision is your road map to where you want to get to in your life. Vision, I, as I said, evokes a passion in you. And the clearer the vision, usually the stronger the passion. Vision challenges and motivates you to attempt great things. Vision motivates you and it challenges you to try in your life to do great things, not small things. Three 
killing a boar hole that cost 17 million shillings was not a small thing in my life. I did not have that money. But the vision that I had gave me that passion that drove me to say, yes, I can do it and I must do it. And I did it. And today, I don't have a problem of water at my house. Hallelujah. Vision. Passion. Mission. Vision serves as a source of hope and courage and perseverance for you even during difficult moments in your life. Yes, life is challenging. Yes, sometimes you try this and you fail. But if your vision is clear, even if you fail, it, it will still give you the hope and the courage to try it in a different way. In leadership, there is this saying that says, if you aim at nothing, imagine you have a gun or an arrow that you want to shoot, okay? If you aim at nothing, you will hit nothing. If you are pointing your arrow to no target, there is no target at which you are pointing your arrow, when you release it and you shoot, you will hit nothing because there is no target. But if you aim at something, somehow, someday, you will hit it. Praise the Lord. What is your target? Do you have a target? With regard to your life. If you are targeting nothing, you will end up achieving nothing. And you see, when you have a vision, a vision will lead you to coming up with a plan to accomplish that vision. Plan. Set goals. Because if you do not plan, then you have nothing to strive for to achieve. Someone said, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Let me say, say that again. If you fail to plan, then you are planning to fail. Don't plan to fail. Have a plan for your life. A vision helps you to set priorities right in your life and to redeem your time. People with vision have no time to waste on non-essentials in life. In other words, vision disciplines you about the use of your time and about setting priorities. Kitugani kinahitaji it is your vision that will determine that for you. It's your vision that will tell you you don't have time to waste on this right now because you need to use that time to achieve that which you see in your vision. Dream big. Vision will also help you to prioritize your resources. 
watu sio kwamba huwa hawana hela hawatumii hela yao vizuri because they don't have a vision they don't have a plan they have no goal ikija na bwana ngoja nikwambie pesa inawasha when you get money and you don't have a plan for that money that money will push you and pressurize you to spend it and usually you will end up spending on things that you did not even need but if you have a plan that was waiting for money i'm telling you every money that you get you will direct to that plan when i was building my house every money that i got i was thinking about buying an extra bag of cement to continue putting up the walls but before that when i got money niende kwa masawe nyama nikale nyama and this tumbo will never get filled up utalijaza utalijaza and it wants more and more and more and more but when you have a vision it will help you to set priorities even with regard to how you use your resources sometimes you wonder some someone does something big in their life and you wonder where did they get the money to do that ile ile kidogo kidogo small small it adds up to something big but you can only add it up when you have a plan when you don't have a plan the money comes small you spend it small it comes small you spend it small and you believe every day you don't have money but if you had kept that small amount that is coming to you on a daily basis as it adds up it grows up into a big amount that will do something significant in your life do you understand what i'm saying vision gives you discipline and finally vision protects you from total failure in life because a person of vision never gives up a person of vision is never a loser so your vision will protect you from total failure in life a person with vision yes they will fail here but they get up and they try something different if you don't have a vision you fail once and you say you know i can't do it i will never try it again i believed in education and when i joined the tanga technical secondary school i remember one of the the things that i i said to myself at that young age then and that's all i knew then i said to myself i will go to school ngoja niseme kwa kiswahili because i was saying in kiswahili nitasoma mpaka nikute kibao kinasema hakuna tena shule that was my goal I will go to school until I come to this sign that says there is no more school for you. And I really believed it. So I had always nurtured in my heart a desire for higher learning. Well, I finished the form 4 and I joined Dar es Salaam Technical College for a 3-year course in mechanical engineering. When I was pursuing my mechanical engineering diploma course at Dar es Salaam Technical College, now known as Dar es Salaam Institute of Technology, 
I had a target of going to the University of Dar es Salaam. And that was the only university in the country then. But the competition for joining the University of Dar es Salaam was high because there were many students who wanted to join the university. And at the same time, we who had gone through the technical line, we were needed in the industry so for production. So they actually raised the higher the bar for us from the technical line joining secondary school than those who came from A level, from six. So when I finished my schooling at Dar es Salaam Technical College with a desire to join the University of Dar es Salaam, I had a C in mathematics, and that disqualified me because people from technical colleges had to have a B and higher above, while those from form six could just uh, join with a C in mathematics. So I could not join the University of Dar es Salaam. I got into the job market and I began working. But in my heart, I have always wanted to go to a university and I have been working hard to get a chance to do that. So I pursued some scholarships that were coming through the Ministry of Higher Education. Every year I'm knocking at the doors of the Ministry of Higher Education looking for an opportunity to go to college. Seven years later. How many years? Seven years later. I never gave up. Every year I'm trying this. There were times I would, I would get a scholarship and while I am processing my papers for travel, they would sell the scholarship to someone. I remember one time I was very frustrated. I got a scholarship to go to Bulgaria and um, I was processing my passport and I go back to the ministry to get some necessary forms to take to the embassy for the processing of the passport only to be told that my position had been given over to someone else. I was very frustrated. But I did not give up because I had a vision. I saw myself going through the academic line until I come to that kibao that said Hakuna Shuletena. That was my vision. And I knew the highest level was the university education. So seven years later, I learned from someone that there was a program of joining the University of Dar es Salaam called Mature Entry Exam. And I went and sat for the Mature Entry Exam. In 19... Was it 95? 96. 1996. And I passed the exam. And I was selected to join the University of Dar es Salaam to pursue a Bachelor of Science in Education. And to this day, Praise the Lord. I have that daily newspaper to this day. But the, the, the time I was selected to join the University of Dar es Salaam, I received another letter from a relative in the U.S. to join a college in the U.S. 
So I got to double that year. So I put all these on the table to make my decision. Should I go to the University of Dar es Salaam or should I go to the U.S.? What would have been your choice? I'm not stupid, you know. So I chose to go to the U.S. And in September of 1997, my wife and I left to the U.S. Now the door was open. Because I had a passion, I did not mess up with the chance and the opportunity that God had given me. Nilisoma. Nandio mana leo mnanita Dr. Ole. Praise the Lord. Nimemaliza. Pamoja na magumu yote niliopita pale katikati. I did not give up. People of passion and vision never give up. They will try this and that and that until finally they get a breakthrough. Never give up. It is possible you can achieve that plan that you have for your life. Yes, I know you don't have money right now, but it doesn't take money. It takes a vision and perseverance. Keep pushing through. And I'm telling you, one of these days, the Lord will open that door for you. But what do you see? Do you have a vision? Do you have a vision? Vision will lead you to plan and set goals. It demands that you take a course of action towards achieving your goals. God told Abraham, look as far as you can see in every direction. To the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. I am giving all this land to you as far as you can see. Abraham was going to own as much land, I already said this, as he could see. You cannot achieve more than what you can see. It's your vision that will determine your possession. It's your vision that will determine your success. Whatever you can see with the eyes of your imagination, you can ultimately see it with your eyes of flesh. If you can perceive it, you can achieve it. Abraham did not only see, but he acted. You have got to act on your vision. Abraham acted. In, 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 in verse 17, the Lord tells Abraham, you know, I love this. The first stage was, Abraham, lift up your eyes. Look to the north. Look to the south. Look to the east. Look to the west. And the Lord says, all that you see, I will give to you. You will have what you see. Now in verse 17, it's not only enough to see, you must act on what you see. The Lord tells Abraham, arise, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. Arise and walk. What do you see? Yes, it is good to see. You have a vision. Fine. But now it's time to arise and act on your vision. Take some steps. Do something towards achieving that what you see. Waswaili wanasema chakarika. 
I wish, I wish you all knew Maasai. I wish you knew the Maasai language. We have a very good saying in the Maasai language that sends the message that I'm trying to, to, see, to, to say to you. That you, you have got to act on your vision in order for it to become fruitful to you. Will you allow me to teach you a little Maasai? Mary anatomy and you like. Mary anatomy and you like. Nothing can be achieved with the soft hands on which lotion has been applied. That's the meaning. You can achieve nothing with soft hands on which lotion has been applied. If you want to achieve something, you have to be ready to soil your hands. Roll up your sleeves, soil your hands, get to work. That's how you achieve. Some of us are dreamers and we end there. Just dreamers. No. We have to be also actors. Act on your dream. Begin small. And the Lord will gradually increase you. And finally, you will have it. Hallelujah. Vision. Abraham, lift up your eyes. In all directions. There is a, lift up your eyes, people. There is every opportunity in Dodoma right now. Lift up your eyes in every direction. What do you see? And then arise. Walk through what you see. And I will add two ingredients to vision, but I will not speak on that because I have no more time. Have a vision. These are three important ingredients for success in life. Number one, I said vision. Number two, connection. In the business world, we use the word networking. Networking. No person can go it alone. You need other people. God's method is people. God will connect you with the right people who will add up to your vision, who will, you know, push you to the next stage or step. People, there is an English saying that birds of like feathers flock together. Connect with like-minded people. Connect with the people who are success successful. Hang around with achievers. Do not hang around with losers. Because if you hang around with losers, you will end up losing. Hang around with achievers, you will end up achieving. Because you will learn from them what they did, how they did it to get to where they are. You need connections. So vision, connection, or networking. Number three, diligence. Diligence. You have to work hard. Nothing comes easy. Yes, you are dreaming about becoming rich. But what are you doing about it? Utajiri hauji kwenye usingizi. 
And I want all of you to be rich. Amen. Kwaniko shida wapi kuwa na mahela? Hivi amjaona kwenye dunia hii watu wenye hela ndio wanaheshimiwa. Hata mtu sio mzee lakini anasalimiwa tu shikamo mzee kwa sababu ana hela. Wewe ujaona? I'm not sure if I'm succeeding in sending to you what I wanted to send to you today, but I'm okay. Let me try to summarize all that I have been trying to say. Do not be content with your life as it is now. Usiridhike na maisha yako kama alivyo sasa Do something. Your situation can change. You serve a God who blesses the work of our hands. Unampa Mungu kazi ya kuibariki ya mikono yako. What are you doing that will send you before God to cry out to him, Lord, bless the work of my hands. What are you doing? What do you see that you can bring before the Lord and say, Lord, look, this is the vision I have. It is bigger than I. But Lord, I believe and trust in you. Help me to achieve it. What do you see? What is your vision? What is your plan? What are your goals? Au tunabaki tu ninaelea. Floaters never succeed. Those who row their boats use their muscles to row the boat. It is they that will cross the river to the other side. Hallelujah. Are you rowing your boat? What are you doing? There are opportunities here in Dodoma. Just open your eyes. There is certainly something that you can do. Wana Yesu asifiwe. Nimemaliza sema